it is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Christine, Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. Arise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians... I'm Mel Todd Wood. At CD Media, we've decided never to have a paywall on any of our sites. I hate those. But we have to make money, so we do have advertisements. But some people don't like ads. So what can you do? You can sign up for our no-ad subscription. It's a few bucks a month. You go to the top of any of our sites and sign up for the subscription, and you get access to all of our websites, all of the news from around the world. This includes our Eastern European, Israeli, Balkan sites. It includes armedforces.press. It includes all the U.S. papers that we've opened, the Miami Independent, the Connecticut Sentinel, the Georgia Record, the Manhattan.press, and the, those that are yet to come in the pipeline, which will be opening soon. So you get all this access to fantastic news from around the world with no ads, no display ads, no pop-up ads. I think you'll love it. Please check us out. It helps support CD media, independent media, and basically confronting the propaganda that's being put out by the corporate media. Thank you. Now let's get to our guest. Welcome back to Information Operation. We have been involved in reporting on the resistance in Iran for several years now, and the uh, resistance is really escalating inside the country as we speak, and we have uh, the best person to tell us exactly what's happening, Shaheen uh, Gabodi from the National uh, Council of the Resistance in Iran. Welcome, Shaheen. Thank you, Todd. So I am just going to let you tell us what's happening, please, because uh, every day we get new reports, new incidents. But where does it stand on the ground right now? Well, um, today uh, marked the 50th day of the nationwide uprising, which by now it has all the characters of a revolution. Uh, people from all walks of life, all age groups, I should say men, women and men actually, have been in the streets protesting, battling the uh, Revolutionary Guards, the state security forces uh, in the streets day and night, and also in universities and very tellingly even high schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have been demanding the overthrow of the regime, uh, basically calling for death of Khamenei, the supreme leader. Uh, they also chant uh, down death to the oppressor being the Shah, the former dictator, or, or Khamenei, so which clearly shows people want to get rid of despotism in any shape and form and create a, a democratic uh, republic. Uh, there are some very, very telling signs about this revolution. First of all, it has continued for 50 days unabated, mm-hmm. which clearly shows the people's intention and desire and aspiration is to overthrow the regime's entirety. And they are totally, totally committed to that. Also, the fact is that now, this time, the protests have been on the most important issues, freedom, democracy, and human rights. So uh, unlike previous uh, uprisings, it is not on the economic issues and things like this. People want to get rid of the regime and, as I said, establish a uh, democratic uh, system in Iran. Mm -hmm. Also, very tellingly, the protests have been taking place in Tehran and all the metropolitan cities throughout the country. Actually, they have been protests in more than 213 cities all over the country, uh, big and small. Uh, 
-hmm. So one can clearly see a, a unanimity among the population to this effect. Also, they said the slogans are very telling. It's totally nationwide. All the uh, ethnicities in Iran, from Baluchis to the Kurds to the Turks, have been involved. And as I said, the uh, remarkable role of women, who in many, many cases have been leading these protests quite bravely and courageously. And also the important role that the network of the People's Mujahideen Organization of Iran, also known as MEK, in mm-hmm. the forms of the resistance units have been playing in pivoting this protest, leading and organizing as an effective force. One can see that from the uh, type of uh, places that people target, like the billboards that carry the pictures of uh, Khomeini, the founder of this regime, and Khamenei, the current leader, or Qasem Soleimani, the dreadful uh, former commander of the IRGC Quds Force, and also the uh, repressive centers, which all indicate the clear role that the uh, resistance units have been playing. So, in a nutshell, Iran has changed forever. People are determined uh, to bring an end to this despotic regime. Obviously, the regime has responded by a heavy-handed crackdown, as one would have imagined, from such a cruel uh, theocracy. Uh, As of now, according to the information provided by the network of the MEK from inside Iran, at least 480 protesters have been killed. Uh, More than 25,000 have been uh, arrested and detained. Uh, among those who have been killed, there are at least 14 uh, children from the age of 2 mm. to 17. Mm. Uh, so you can imagine what kind of a despotic regime uh, we are facing in Iran. But at the same time, this has not even dented uh, people's desire. And despite this heavy crackdown, people have been out, as I said, every day and every night to bring an end to this regime. So this is a very, very fluid situation, uh, very different Iran. Uh, and I think nobody in the West, to be honest, would expected this. And yeah. I think uh, Iranians uh, are marching towards ending this regime and bring about a government that they have desired and has part uh, for more than 100 years. So most people outside Iran don't really understand how the people under this regime have no future. So they really don't have any choice at this point, Shaheen. Am I right? Absolutely. I think what you see today... Mm-hmm the people's outrage is a reaction to what the regime has done for the past 43 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have re- to remember that in the past uh, 43 years, the regime has executed at least 120,000 uh, political uh, dissidents, political activists, simply for standing for democracy and human rights. Mm-hmm. More than 100,000 belonging mm-hmm. to the People's Mujahideen Organization of Iran. Men and women, very tellingly, tens of thousands of those who have been executed in Iran are women, which clearly shows that why women play such a critical role. Tell us about days. the brutality against the women, Shaheen. Um, I beg your pardon? Tell us about the brutality against the women. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. The, the misogyny has been one of the main characters of this regime. Women mm-hmm. are treated as less than second-class citizen. They are deprived of some of the most rudimentary rights one can imagine. They are subjugated in Iran. Mm-hmm. This is despite the fact that the women of Iran are very well educated, very knowledgeable, and quite competent. And that's why women actually have more to fight for, mm-hmm. uh, one would say. And that's why you see women from all age groups and even women in high schools and particularly university are now playing such a prominent role. In addition to this, I think one has to realize that uh, not only it's because of the regime's uh, repressive policies, but also because of corruption, nepotism, 
and also because the regime has plundered the Iranian people. Iran being such a rich nation, now according to the regime's own figures, uh, more than 70% of the po uh, pop uh, population lives below the poverty line. And these are government statistics mm -hmm. in the state press. Uh, a, a big portion of Iranian budget is spent on financing terror and propping up terrorist groups like Hezbollah and Houthis in Yemen, Hezbollah in Lebanon, or for proliferation of weapons of mass destruction, ballistic missiles, and also a fortune has been spent on uh, manufacturing uh, nuclear weapons, which obviously Iranian people have no interest about. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's rather the, the regime's perception was this would be a guarantor for the survival of the regime to augment its repression at home and its terrorism abroad and its belligerence abroad. So, as I said, you, you see a corrupt, wicked regime that has imposed itself on such a rich, cultured nation. And now the time yeah. has come that people want to get rid of it in its entirety. Are you getting any support from outside the country for the, for the resistance uh, in this uprising? Well, I think, the, first of all, the public opinion outside Iran has been quite amazing that pe people are in the world, uh, all over the world, are now mm -hmm. very much understand what a brave resistance Iranian people are putting up. And there have been, you know, tremendous sympathy for an outpour, I would say, of sympathy for the Iranians uh, all over the place from, you know, uh, academics, from, uh, you know, ordinary people, even some celebrities, as you can see. Uh, so far as the governments are concerned, obviously, uh, what we are demanding, and I think uh, it's imperative for these governments to do, and I, I'm here talking about Europeans and Americans, uh, are the same, is first of all, to recognize explicitly the right of the Iranian people to resist and to defend against the regime's systematic and institutionalized uh, savagery and violence. I think Iranian people have all the right in the world to overthrow this regime by themselves, for themselves. And that's what, something that the US, Europe have to explicitly come out and recognize. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, we think that the international community should intervene to make sure that Iranians have access to internet. So the, the regime cannot prevent Iranians to spread the word and, 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 and basically divulge and reveal what's happening inside Iran. I think that's something that the international community should do. Also, so far as Europeans are concerned, I think it's very important that they cut off diplomatic relationship with Iran and close the Iranian embassies, which are basically nest for terrorism and espionage. And particularly for Europeans, again, it's very important to blacklist the uh, IRGC, which is basically the Revolutionary Guard score, which is the backbone of repression and terrorism of the regime. And these are very practical steps that Americans and Europeans should do expeditiously. Honestly, words, mere words would not do. Yeah. Uh, enough of talk. It's time for action. A nation has risen up heroically, and as I said, uh, and given so much sacrifice for the betterment of Iran, but obviously for the betterment and peace and tranquility of the region and the world over. Uh, you have to remember that Iranian terrorism, uh, its tentacles have reached as far as Argentina and you know, even the United States, Europe, and the world over, and the threat that Iran poses uh, to the whole region. So I think it's very, very important and of paramount significance that the international community give up this whole notion of, you know, uh, somehow uh, 
finding a way with the regime. Mm -hmm. That that is you know something uh, done with in the past. It's a new reality in Iran, uh, and it's better for the world to adapt itself to this fast-changing uh, reality. Iranians will overthrow this regime. If there was any ever any doubt, I think now. 50 days after such a massive uprising, there should not be any doubts uh, that this regime is on its way out. Uh, and it's time for the world to align itself and stand on the side of Iranians, uh, as I said, for the betterment of the whole world. So tell us what the future looks like to the MEK. Uh, many people may not know of your movement. Uh, if the regime falls, how do you see Iran governing itself going forward? Actually, as you know, there is a viable, a viable alternative in the form of the National Council of Resistance of Iran. It's a coalition of uh, anti-Shah, mm -hmm. anti-Mullah uh, opposition, people who basically want to have a free and democratic and secular Iran. It has uh, a woman as its president-elect, Madam Maryam Rajavi, with a clear 10-point plan for mm -hmm. the future of Iran, which calls for a secular government for separation of church and state, for total gender equality, for uh, guarantee for all the rights of the people, individual and, and social rights, also calls for uh, abolishment of death penalty, calls for a non-nuclear run and mutual amicable relationship with the rest of the world and all the rights of uh, ethnic uh, nationalities in Iran to be recognized within the territorial integrity of Iran. And I just mentioned the maintenance of that uh, 10 point plan. Mm -hmm. uh, so there is, and uh, so actually, and this uh, uh, transitional government will be in place for a maximum period of six months to set the stage for a free and fair election to choose the next national and constituent assembly. And that assembly will uh, deliberate and basically write the new constitution of Iran and the future of Iran will start from there. So what I'm saying is there's a clear plan for transition. There is an identifiable leader for that period. Uh, until the uh, right of the people is returned to where it belongs, and that's to them. So everything is worked out, uh, and international community should come to terms with this reality that you know there is a viable alternative uh, on the ground in Iran, and when the Ayatollahs are out, uh, this uh, alternative will start its function as the interim government until, as I said, that National and Constituent Assembly is chosen for the next uh, constitution of Iran. Um, Shaheen, what's going on in the prisons? There's been a lot of reports of violence in the prisons. Tell us about that. Actually, that's a big worry because, as I said, more than 25,000 protesters have been arrested, many, many of them very young, mm -hmm. uh, and they are under severe, ruthless torture. A lot of the prisoners uh, not only have been severely beaten, but many of them, as, as you might imagine, have been killed during detention, even Mahsa Amini herself died when she was arrested uh, yeah. by this quote-unquote morality police, this so-called uh, morality this is police. The, this is the death, her death sparked the, the riots, correct? Exactly, yeah. on September yeah. the 16th. And that's how uh, the whole, that basically sparked this mm -hmm. um, uh, big uh, uh, uprising. So in that sense, yes, there's a great, great concern about the uh, fate of the uh, prisoners. Actually, the regime a few weeks ago attacked uh, Evin prison, which is uh, Iran's uh, most notorious prison for the past 50 years, both under the Shah and under the uh, the mullahs. Uh, that's the most notorious, infamous prison 
where they hold political prisoners. Uh, as I said, under the Shah, uh, political prisoners were kept there and tortured. And obviously, Khomeini and Khomeini carried uh, the same methods, even a much bigger scope. So there's a great concern and worry about the fate of the prisoners. And I think the international community should press the regime to release them or should have access uh, to these prisons to see uh, what's happening to these uh, prisoners. Also, very tenderly, many, many years, the relatives of the prisoners who have been detained, in particular in Evin prison, line up before the prison and seek uh, answers uh, about the whereabouts and how about are their loved ones, uh, but obviously with no answer. So yes, that's a very, very major concern, and that's what we are pushing uh, day in and day out. So how can people find out more about your movement, Shaheen? What's the best place to go? Actually, there's a very good website called uh, ncr-iran.org. I repeat, ncr-iran.org. NCR mm -hmm. stands for National Council of Resistance, and that in Iran is Iran. Mm -hmm. That's That puts uh, lively, lively up-to-the-minute updates throughout the day about the protests. Mm -hmm. There's also uh, a Twitter account of the People's Mujahideen Organization of Iran, which is really, really uh, up-to-the-minute with lots of... Uh, videos and clips from our network inside Iran to the minute, uh, I would say, uh, about what's happening. So I think these are very, very two good sources that gives people firsthand information from the ground. Mm -hmm. and, and, and also people can go to these places and communicate with the resistance that way. And, and if people who want to help through mm -hmm. these two um, uh, platforms, they can uh, you know, provide the help or their services and so on and so forth. So uh, one battle, obviously, is the battle of information. But the network of the MEK inside Iran, which is very pervasive, has also, uh, as I said, provided minute-by-minute minute information uh, about what's going on on the ground, given the mm -hmm. fact that the MEK resistance units are all over the country and have been playing a very, very critical role uh, in leading and guiding and contributing uh, to this revolution. Is there anything else you want the world to know, Shaheen? At this point, no, I think that's enough. I think we covered a lot of bases, yeah, quickly. But I hope I hope you are satisfied. I, of course, we are. 